Episode nine of the Flight Test Community Cast podcast. Um, we we've got some really good guys on tonight. We've got uh, Dan and Keegan, the Sponses. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Welcome, guys. Welcome, yeah, guys. really. Welcome. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Happy to be here. Who has Thanks more hair? <laughs> Me, by a lot. So, way to go, Pat. You're gonna take off. it. You're gonna take it there right away. Right away. Yeah. No delay. Yeah. Excellent. Day, well, I, I assume that that's because a lot of a lot of people for the very first time are seeing you because you've been <laughs> hiding behind the camera for so long. So this is this is our first opportunity to say, hey, welcome welcome to the shenanigans and so forth of the community. So uh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> good times. Good times. Nah, uh, really. So how's everybody doing? Uh, pretty good. Excellent, excellent. Well, I think it's only fitting since it it has been a little while that we catch up with everybody and see what everyone's been doing, and also make some announcements because uh, Pat, Mike, and I have some really cool things to share about where we've come in the last what three weeks. Yeah. Right? Okay. Sounds good. So first things first. First order of business is. Hey, Facebook listeners and followers, we're up to 200. Woo! Party. Yeah, buddy. So as of this week, we have 217 people following us on Facebook. Um, but that means... Is that because, Should we monetize yeah. it now? Okay, well, here's the thing, okay? Because... <laughs> wait a sec, because this is where it gets really entertaining. I have looked at the statistics because, of course, as most of you who follow our Facebook page would know... We are changing the hosting site for the podcast feed. So no longer are we going to be hosting the show through SoundCloud, which is what we've been doing before. So the, the show now is actually going to be hosted through what the uh, Freefall RC guys are hosting through. And that is a podcast hosting site called Podbean. And Podbean is a little bit more powerful in its statistical analysis, and it tells me where people are from, and I can see it gives me more data, and I like data. I put Patrick to sleep already. <laughs> um, we are officially, we have officially broken 12,000 people listening um, to the individual shows. 
So that's 12,000 times you guys have clicked on our links and listened all the way through. So thank you very, very, very much for all of the support. That's we awesome. Really wouldn't, we really wouldn't be here without you guys. So what that means is, is we've had 12,000 people listen or 12,000 individual clicks on those links, but only 200 of you are on our Facebook feed. So that's what needs to change. <laughs> so please follow us on Facebook. <laughs> exactly. Make us feel so. like people like us. Yeah, there's got to be something there because they like us enough to follow us. Uh, sorry, to listen to us, but they don't like us enough to like us on Facebook. So. Well, well, you know, there's so much social media out there these days, as, as we were discussing earlier, kind of going through the list of how can we do this, blah, blah, blah. And, and as soon as we started listening, I got a headache, and I just wanted to turn off my computer because there's too many. <laughs> Well, I think for you, Patrick, especially who's been going through some computer challenges the last, oh, I don't know, week, <laughs> uh, I can empathize immensely with that. But we, we just wanted to update you guys on, on where we're at social media-wise. We are doing uh, some really, really great stuff with, uh, with our feeds, and we're getting some really popular stuff. Um, now, with that being said... Everyone who is currently subscribed in iTunes, Android, any any of those platforms, you guys are going to have to resubscribe now because I have changed the feed. I'm sorry. That's happened. So God, We're going to lose you, everybody. <laughs> we're not going to lose everybody because, of course, we have, we have the whole flight test community behind us, and we have everyone who is already subscribed listening on this episode. So we're okay. So... Everyone who is currently subscribed to our existing feed, please transition to the new one. Um, if you're listening in like six months to a year from now, don't worry about it because it's already happened and you don't have to worry about switching feeds. How do they do that? That's like time travel right there. We, we are time travelers. That's the beautiful yes. thing. We're... That, that's inception. <laughs> We've hit 88 miles an hour sitting that's in our right. Yeah. It, it's true we we are it's crazy um but yeah so i wanted to get that piece of business out the way before we continue with some rc updates and get get to the most important two individuals in the room this evening oh are... you're ready for me now yeah pat and <laughs> <laughs> no that's not true <laughs> <laughs> mikey uh what do you reckon i think that's basically pat's cue to start off with the updates Updates? Yeah, I, I think so. Absolutely. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, go ahead, buddy. What have you been like, up to? <laughs> uh, in RC, uh, pretty much nothing for the last uh, three weeks or so. Um, although I did discover that our new dog, Sam, loves uh, the ominous quadcopter today because uh, a guy at work, gave, uh, he was having issues with, with his that he got his kids for Christmas. So he discovered that I was into flying things, and he gave it to me to take a look at. So I've been kind of troubleshooting that, and in the meantime, meantime got my uh, ominous out today and was playing it, and my dog really – I mean he really enjoys it. He gets all excited. I got to video this because it really is funny. So I took it outside several times and flew it around for him, and he chased it, and he he barked, and I really special both of us. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's, so that, that's <laughs> go for it, Pat. Sorry. I don't know. 
See, you don't even know what to say to that. I'm pouring out this emotional moment between my dog and I over a quadcopter, and you have no words because you have. Well, thank no, you. I really do. I, I have to agree. Uh, my question, though, I, I do have a question for you. Yes. Um, what exactly is the issue with the ominous? Not none with mine. Uh, the guy, uh, the guy who gave me his to to troubleshoot said uh, he gave it to us on Christmas Day. They took it outside, and it instantly went up like several feet, maybe a hundred or so. Went down the street, dropped, and crashed. Uh, well, from what I found so far, uh, there's something about the the calibration of the gyros and the accel maybe the accelerometers if they're even in there. Something is off with this quadcopter. Uh, between it's either in the transmitter or the quad or both because I've bound it to my quad and I can fly it or not my quad my my transmitter and I can fly it, but it's squirrely as all get out on my transmitter. Mine is rock solid, so I, I, something's wrong. Probably need to replace the board, maybe even... It, it could have been a bad one. I don't know. But it, it just doesn't behave like mine does. So Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And then... Uh, so, this last week, I've basically not slept much at all because I've been at school late every night um, because our, we had our Science Olympiad regional competition yesterday, which, by the way, our team finished third overall, which was awesome. It was, we, we, were hoping for, we were hoping for first place. Uh, we finished second place last year overall in our region, but uh, if you look at our performance across the board in all the categories, we've actually improved this year, which means the competition has elevated itself um so we are going to the state competition and i am resolved to bringing home gold medals in several events for us because we're going to kick some butt in some, some of these Yay. events yes congratulations. thank job. you thank you thank you it, it's the kids they are phenomenal and uh they're very special to me and it, we've had a great run congratulations that's, awesome. that's that really is um, Thank you. I have I have a Q and A uh, question here from Blake Ziegler. Blake asks, who's, Pat, "Who's that guy?" Been cleaning his basement for this episode, so I think what he's basically asking is, "Have you done any cleaning prior to us recording this evening?" Uh, Blake, no. My camera is strategically <laughs> placed. You have been in my basement, uh, so you understand. But the camera is it. it has a very special placement such that you cannot see the horrid wreck that is my basement. Or that Pat's not wearing pants. <laughs> uh, now that, no. was, that was a photo that we did not need to see in any way, shape, or form. Don't make me stand up. Yeah, please don't make him stand up. No. No, Wait, no. 13 you can edit that out, right, Joel? <laughs> Luckily for audio listeners, yes. But for our listeners who are currently live... Hey, no. we're live. <laughs> I'm sorry, that won't happen again. Um, I think we may have a show name, guys. Um, 
pants. Stop wearing pants. I like it. Uh, that's great. Um, so, uh, moving very swiftly on from that subject, um, <laughs> Mikey. Um, but well, before I say anything, I believe Ryan Papp had a question too, and yeah, he wants, yeah, he wants to know, Dan, what is your favorite color? Uh, blue. <laughs> no, yellow. Oh no, it's blue. You're over the cliff, mate. Blue. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And if anyone didn't well, that, get that reference, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> right. You're not geeky enough. That's right. Uh, so there you go. So for me, I haven't been doing a whole lot, uh, at least in RC, directly. Uh, indirectly, I've been trying to organize for the flying season coming up. Just trying to, you know, get my stuff together. And me and the wife are out actually looking for a new vehicle. Because my poor van has got over 200,000 miles on it. And I know that it will not make it to Ohio this year. So, we've been out looking. And I think we've come across two vehicles that we uh, are pretty happy with. One of them is a Toyota RAV4. Mm. The other one is the, uh, the Ford Escape. And we're kind of leaning towards the Escape. Honda Odyssey. Well, I know, Pat, you, you said CRV earlier, so now which one is it? Well, since you, you said Ohio, you got to have more room, so. Well, i got to – I may end up getting a trailer. Who knows? <laughs> Anything built by Honda is bulletproof. Yeah, well. Um, well, yeah. I, I have to look at cost as well, and what I'm looking at right now, we can probably get for around 23 24 so. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. So that's what I've been up to. Yeah. So, and so... and Mike, Mike also broke a rib. Oh yes, I did break a rib. Uh, that sounds fun. Two two. It'll be two weeks ago Tuesday. How's that doing, by the way? Uh, it's all right unless you sleep on it. And when you wake yeah, up, well, it's really sore. So don't, don't sleep. Do that. Don't sleep. Yeah. On. Well, I'm with no, Dan on that one. Go to sleep. You turn over. You don't realize you turn over, and then you wake up in pain. So. Are you taking your old lake vitamins now? Yes, I am taking my Geritol, my uh, uh, what is it, the Centrium or whatever it is, you know, all that stuff. Trying to get extra iron and and osteoporosis is a bitch. Yeah, oh man. <laughs> you are all gotta... over this today, aren't you, Pat? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, that's the first thing all the guys I was working with said when I broke it was like, man, osteoporosis sucks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, getting old is no fun. Keegan, I don't suggest you do it. Yeah, uh, just stop it right now. <laughs> Being responsible. I've been telling him that just... for years. Yeah, well, <laughs> never. Again. It's not working either, is it, Dan? No, no. Uh, good times. What about you, Joel? Ah, that's an excellent question. Um, well, besides the pile of quad parts that I have sitting next to me to my left, um, it has been really ridiculously good. Um, I think I mentioned on episode 8 when we were doing the Build Night um, intro, um, I have befriended the RC Newbie. And for those of you who don't know yes. who the RC Newbie is, his name is Tim. And Tim lives about 
25 minutes from me in Claremont, which is coincidentally where Crafty Dan Cruz grew up. Um, and him and I have become very found friends. And uh, the really cool thing is that um, we've been doing a lot, whole lot of flying together. And uh, the gr- you know, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt my story here because... <laughs> The, the Flying Circus, a.k.a. the Viking, a.k.a. Asbjorn, has said, Wait, you're I... ugly as ever, all of you smiley face. <laughs> One of the many reasons why we love Asbjorn. So uh, ban, yeah. oh, ban him. Taking full, uh, taking full advantage. Oh, God, God's standing up. Yeah. Here's the funny thing, okay? I cannot boot Q&As. I can reject them, but I cannot boot them. So, as you keep the commentary coming. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, none of us can take him individually, but I think if we all team up at Flight Fest, we can probably get him back for that. Let's do it. (laughs) Um, You know what? I can't argue. Yeah, I don't mean either. I'm I'm doing a really good job hiding my awful hair right now um, because what it's world? back here somewhere, and I'm just hiding behind this right now. Ah, Patrick um, is pa- Patrick, what are you doing? He's showing his mess. Oh, hello, mess. Um, I think his camera's gone. Um, I think his camera fell. I. I I think he was on his way out, and he accidentally dropped the camera, but that wouldn't surprise <laughs> me either. Um, sorry, continue my distracted story, because yes. that was hysterical. The RC Nubian uh, and I have been flying together a lot, so he uh, he recently put together a, uh, a, a nutball, and that was great. Um, and he, uh, he and I flew, um, I was flying my DLG as well as another aircraft, um, that uh, is fantastic, and I'd love to talk about it. Um, and then the um, him and I are also. I built my. I finally put together my mini Mustang. So that's now put together. So that's ready with a power pod and everything ready to go. And Patrick, I'm going to mute you for a second so you can get yourself together. So you can um, put your pants on. It's yeah, hard. Really. Um, and he's muted. So, um, the, uh, was, I'm sorry, I keep getting distracted because this is hilarious. Um, and yeah, no, so finally that's together. I do have a power system for it. And he was very kind enough to give me two brand new 2204 motors. So I'm probably going to be building a mini FT cruiser, um, here as my two engine plane that I'm going to use. Uh, flight fest um, but I also when I was in Perry I acquired a micro telemaster now this is only a three channel uh, throttle elevator rudder um, but there is a very strong possibility that I will edit the uh, plans and put um, aileron servos in there as well because I'd love to have ailerons on that thing so that is going to be my first sure. balsa project which I hope to have complete by Flight Fest. So currently, without telling Allison, that puts my current inventory of aircraft from the original four to nine. So, oh, I, there you go, nine. <laughs> so I currently have nine nine little planes and a quad in that. Where do you hide that them? That makes me. 
in the closet, dude. But it's very easy to hide small aircraft, so that's why I like building the minis. There you go. So that's why I've been building those up, which is great. If, I wonder if I can win her over by telling on you. Good luck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if she'll actually listen to you, which I doubt that she would ever do such a thing, um, that she will probably not believe you anyway. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, that's all good. But anyway, moving on from my very interesting slash not interesting stuff, because I'd love to talk more about the multi-rotor stuff, but once I actually get it working, then I'll talk about it, because I haven't been able to test what I have on it, which is, by the way, it is beta flight. I have finally flashed beta flight onto this thing. Um, so as soon as I get this stupid ESC reprogrammed back to factory, I will let you guys know how beta flight is in comparison to clean flight. Hmm. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> hmm. On to the youngest member of our uh, team here, um, Keegan. Welcome as our youngest uh, uh, host on the show. So how are Hello. you, buddy? Pretty good. I have uh, been doing a little bit of building recently. Uh, a whole left is it's still cold. Yeah, front thermometer today was about 33 degrees, I think, peaked out at. So uh, going outside's not all that fun yet. But as I have Rasterize's Paul 1 scheme going on a mini Mustang, which is absolutely great. He's done a really, really awesome job with that. All the lines, the tangle uh, capsule inscriptions are, it's detailed out. It's pretty incredible. And another little pet project that I've had since probably a month and a half ago is my plain FT3D. is basically an FT3D where I shoved the canopy back, uh, cut I think three inches off the total wingspan and glued another wing to the top of it. That's fantastic. Oh so is it like a sport biplane? Is that pretty much what it is? The goal is to be a 3D-capable biplane, which is, I've tried to eliminate some of the problems that I think the normal monoplane FT3D has. Uh, the biggest issue that I have with it, the blender, and it starts to lose a lot of energy when you do rolls with it. And the biggest issue or cause that I think that that is, is uh, the ones are just too big, which is great for when you're doing like uh, torque rolls and stuff because it's really easy to control them. But when you try and do high energy maneuvers like blenders, snaps, lumshavux, they're just they more like your bricks than anything. So on this one, I cut an inch off the total width of the ailerons. Hmm. Has that had a dramatic impact on the performance, or? Um, I will let you know once it gets home. Hmm. So, is that a? projector hanging from your ceiling there? Uh, yeah. Okay, just uh -huh. asking. <laughs> of course, Pat's not asking about the airplanes or the fact that <laughs> and, and who's the drummer? Uh, that would be me. Wannabe drummer. Okay. okay. How many years have you been playing? Uh, off and on for about four. 
Hey, uh, wait to make it about yourself and step all over your son there, Dan. Right? I know. Who's asking stupid questions? <laughs> Actually, we have That'd more questions. We do have more questions coming in. Um, so uh, we'll get to those in just a moment here. But um, so I, I, I still think it's funny that Pat didn't ask questions about the fact that you're 17, Keegan, right? Okay. Wait, yes. wait, wait, yep. wait, wait. We and aren't into that part of the thing yet. No, we're not quite into that part of the thing, but he's 17 and he's making these incredible modifications to FT design. So basically what I'm trying to say uh, here at this moment... A 100 and <laughs> what? 1% cree-cree? The cray-cray-cree-cree. Four days, and I'm going to ask him about chopping a quarter inch off an aileron? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't tell me it's an inter inch. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about different things here, mate. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but that's that's excellent, man. I'm really, really impressed by that. And I do, if you have any pictures or anything, I'd love to share the uh, the images of the uh, the biplane because that really interests me. I, I'm, I'm a sucker for biplanes. Uh, I have it right over here. Let me grab it. Yeah, and we can Sorry. take some still shots and throw those up. Yeah, that'd be Send great. And... While we're waiting for Keegan to hop back here, Dan, yes. what have you been up to? Uh, not much flying, unfortunately, because like Keegan said, it's really cold and sucky up here. So we don't really get out to fly much. Um, but I think most of you guys out there in uh, internet land and flight test fans out there know that I, I spend a lot of my uh, free time working on uh, free plans for flight tests, and I've been actually pretty busy. They've been they've been keeping me hopping for the last uh, couple of months. So a lot of my free time that I normally spend in the hobby, I've been uh, drawing up plans. So there's a couple of new ones coming out next week. So that's been keeping me busy for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and we'll get into more details about your design process and that because I know Patrick is ready to go with those. Uh, so what are y'all tend to do when it gets cold do you guys have like an indoor place that you usually fly at or is there uh, we do actually do? and um there's a place up in oshkosh that we i think last year we probably got up there four or five times uh and this year we've actually unfortunately only have been up there once so we and keegan and i both picked up uh, some indoor uh, uh ultra micros to fly indoor this year and really only got to get up there and go and do that one time but it was great it was it was fun to actually get some stick time back in again but uh it happened a lot less frequently than i was expecting it to that's sad i know so uh what is this place that you guys fly in uh it's a gym it's a trigger middle school in oshkosh oh okay so there's a uh the group of, I think it's the Winnebago uh, AMA Winnebago Club. RC. Winnebago RC Club. Yep. Okay, um, cool. Their their AMA Club uh, reserves the gym like just about every Sunday in the winter months. So you go up there and hang out with those guys for a while. Oh, that's that's mm -hmm. really cool. Uh, because uh, my gym at my school is always being used for something, and when we want to use it for like one of our science Olympiad or TSA projects, it's so hard to get into. Um, so that's cool that they do that for you guys. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Anything so from you, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Mikey, you coming through what's okay? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a little delay. I don't know what's going on. That's okay. I think it's it may be bandwidth. Um, it's actually kind of yeah. funny. There is a half second between Dan and Keegan because I'm picking up a little bit of feedback on both of their microphones, yeah. which is yeah, actually really funny. Yeah, it's because they're sitting right next to each other. <laughs> I turn my screen. Hello. There we go. Oh. There we go. <laughs> We've got double vision. <laughs> so, it's as good uh, as we could get for now. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. No, this is, I have to admit, your, your setup right now is ideal. Um, so, we, we really appreciate that you guys both could get on here and join us. Um, absolutely. The fun thing, the fun thing is... And for those of you who don't know, I think if you've listened to episode eight, then you'll know exactly what we're doing. Um, and for the 14 of you who are listening live alongside us, um, there's we are 14? Now doing, there are 14 people listening. Oh. In fact, we, we actually have a nice number of Q&A questions for our guest hosts. Yeah, so I see. Start uh, hammering. The last one was Julian Waters, the Valkyrie dude. Uh Okay. Keegan, any big projects yeah. planned for Flight Fest? Um, if you're referring to uh, Cree, Cree Big... No, I'll be doing one of those again. The plan for this year is to be flying a lot more than I am building. But, that being said, we do have a design that should be uh, with us around Flight Fest time, but we can use a combat. Also, there will be... Uh, multiple Valkyries there, if Julian is indeed bringing one, mine will be there. And that is fantastic news. <laughs> you guys know Keegan does the bob and weave? Like, he's got the thing going on there? Yeah, it's nervous energy. <laughs> it is, but it's good. Because we, we, we like to scare people a little bit while we're on here. Um, but no, for, for the 50, actually, we went up to 16 half a second ago. So we actually, on average, we're averaging about 20 live listeners. So we Did you say 16 and a half? Yeah, well, because they keep flip-flopping between 16 and 17. So there's a half person in there somewhere. Um, oh, that must be painful. <laughs> a little bit. So basically, um, we are putting our uh, podcasts out on Thursdays as usual. But on Sundays, when we record the show now, we're actually pumping them out through YouTube and Google Hangouts. So very similar in the way that the uh, Build Mites crew, which is Ben Greenwalt and Eddie Black, are doing the Build Mites on behalf of the Flight Test Community podcast. We are also going to be doing live shows from this point forward, which means that all of our fabulous listeners can interact with us live while we're recording, which is how we are able to get some of these Q&A things going right but right before we uh, start interviewing them for realsies. And who wouldn't want to interact with us? Yeah, really. <laughs> really? <laughs> let's face so, it, everyone's dying to. So so here's what... Okay, let's just jump into this thing here. Uh, Go for it, because I know you have been itching for uh, it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to start with Keegan. Uh, because, you know, I teach kids of about his age, and I have some exceptional kids that, that uh, I get the privilege of working with. Um, and I think Keegan is a very exceptional young man. Um, Keegan, how, how did you get into the whole RC thing, and what has it kind of 
done for you, or what have you done with it? Well, uh, I actually got into it probably six or seven months after watching the first flight test video I found on YouTube, which was the flying brick episode way back when it released. And I actually showed it to Dad Spons right away and just kind of snowballed from there. And okay. as far as what it's done for me, it's I think it's really kind of allowed for a greater understanding of aerodynamics and stuff just because... Obviously, the planes are so cheap, so you can mod them a lot and just kind of do what the different effects are, depending on what you do to them. Okay. Um, how did you get into uh, building so, yeah. a over full size? Or you built a plane that was over full full scale out of foam board at Flight Fest last year. So how did yeah. you get into that? Um. Well, Crafty Dan had this uh, kind of insane idea to get a bunch of people together for like master builds at uh, Flight Fest 2015, which would be originally have one day builds where it was going to be a community thing. Uh, one master builder would get everybody together and they'd complete one big project and fly it that day, disassemble it at night, and then the next group would take it over in the morning and build their big so apparently I was the only one that actually followed through with this, <laughs> and we just kept going back on a huge email thread. It was probably 50 or 60, uh, 50 or 60 pages by the end of it. And uh, basically we decided that we were trying to build a Cree Cree, which if you don't know what that is, it's the world's smallest twin-engine aircraft. Yep. So I believe the original aircraft has a wingspan of a little bit over 16 feet. Oh. Also fully about, and so that was the airplane we decided on because it was, it's fairly boxy for an airplane that small apart from the canopy. Which if you watch the flight uh, twenty video, stop time constraints and everything. And so we got to work building it at Flight Fest 2015. I believe it was the night of the first day we were there. And were a little three that I had an eight by eleven, eleven and a half sheet of paper. We ripped measurements from that and started cutting foam. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, um, it, some... it came together really nicely, and in the end, you guys flew it. And obviously, it wanted to fly. But what what do you attribute the uh, short flight to? Mm -hmm near enough torque. Uh, while we had it on the ground, I did do a control test. I don't know if you could see that in the uh, Flight Fest recap video or not, but I would give it full up elevator, and we had three serve on the elevator, and it was struggling to pull it up without any air resistance on it. So, and that was probably because we used the same servos that are used in the tough tilt, which... Yeah, you guys were using a, what, nine, nine gram servos on that thing? What? A nine gram Mercury servo. Yeah. 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 Oh boy. I, I think I think it would have flown fine were it not for the uh, servos right. in the tail, on yep. the elevator. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Advice to anybody who wants to do something crazy like that in the future: standard size servos, if not high torque standard size servos, right. and a lot right. of them. Buy the twenty-four dollar ones. Go crazy. You know that that's pretty cheap for those. I, I, I could buy what, what at $24 I could buy 10 9 gram servos but they are not going to do what a 
$24 standard <laughs> standard right. size servo will do. Very, very true. Um, so I actually have a Q&A in here from Chris Roncaglione, who is listening with this live. Who's and that guy? Saying, wow, editing a podcast and listening to a podcast, you guys are true <laughs> professionals. That Thanks, Chris. Right there. <laughs> we low standards. so appreciate the kind words, sir. But professionals... <laughs> Is of an overstatement. He must have missed the <laughs> just a, pants, just pants a little. <laughs> I'm a professional idiot. <laughs> I think we're all professional amateurs at this point because being nine episodes in, we're we're still finding the kinks in this this uh, method. But it's very I think this kinky. is rocking and rolling. I think <laughs> this is rocking and rolling quite nicely. <laughs> hey, it's all that's good. All I'm Yes. <laughs> so, um, Mr. Dan Sponholz, how yes, did you get lumped in with flight tests to do all of these plans? What was the story there? Uh, that's a pretty crazy story, I guess. Um, just as far as the plans go, I guess, um, I had been uh, kind of working on re- relaying out plans for quite a while before I actually started like actually doing the official plans for flight test and there was a thread that our good friend on the FT forums blue kind of started about kind of uh, coming up with a better standard for uh, one being able to print off the plans on a black and white printer without having to use color because as you know the Original flight test plans use black and red solid lines, so if you're printing in black and white, it's kind of hard to differentiate a cut line from a score line. So there's a whole slew of conversation that started in that thread, and that's kind of where I started tweaking uh, my designs. And I was actually working on like the Ugly Wonder, the Bloody Wonder Mark III, and the Bloody Baron plans kind of while I was kind of coming up with this standard and kind of following that thread and providing some input. Uh, on Baloo's thread there, so we kind of, as a community, really um, came up with kind of the spec for what the plans should look like, and I've just been kind of tweaking it from there. And uh, I guess where it really started with, uh, came to a head with the flight test stuff was with the Bushwhacker. So the Bushwhacker design came out, and I think there was, people were having some issues printing the tile plans, some of the pages weren't coming out right, or some some stuff was missing, but I, that, that I was already at the point where, you know, I was like a lot of people that are waiting for new flight test designs to come out, constantly looking at the FTP site, waiting for the plans to come out. And then as soon as they would get posted on the Stonecap FTP site, I would get the plans and start my process of redrawing them and, and making my own tiled set and posting those up there. And uh, I had released the plans, I think, in less than 24 hours since when the flight test plans for the Bushwhacker came out, I had my new retiled plans out for everybody, and uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. I think Alex emailed me that same day that I posted my plans and asked them if they could use those as the official plans for the Bushwhacker instead of them going back and redoing their plans, and I guess it kind of all started from that. Oh, cool. Cool. Um, so... Were you into RC flying things prior to uh, Keegan, like, finding flight fat, flight tests? RC flying things? No. Um, Full-scale flying things? Kind of, 
I was in the Air Force, and I've always liked planes, but uh, I'm not a full-scale pilot at all. Keegan's actually kind of working on that right now, but uh, I've always been into airplanes. I've always liked airplanes, but uh, I flew line control planes with my dad and my brothers when I was a kid back in the mid-'80s, and we built some balsa control line planes and then just kind of got out of the hobby for, you know, uh, a long time. So, no, Keegan actually is the one... I think I bought him, uh, my wife and I bought him a UMX Spitfire and uh, a Spectrum DX5E for a Christmas present a few years ago, and that kind of was where he got started, and then he kind of showed me flight test, and then okay. I I realized maybe it wouldn't be so expensive or uh, uh, costly for me to start crashing planes and try and figure out how to do that myself, oh, so that's kind cool. of Nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. So I didn't realize it was so, Keegan that got you into it. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I've you know been looking at radio control planes and stuff for a long, long time. Just never figured, you know, it just always seemed like it was going to be way too expensive. Keegan's the one that actually showed me flight test. Yeah, I'm not much of a YouTube surfer too much, so uh, yeah, Keegan spends a little more time surfing the YouTube stuff, and he's the one that actually showed me the uh, the first flight test episode that I watched. I've got a great YouTube link for you, Dan. Yeah, I, I can't wait. Is it guy on a buffalo? <laughs> no, no, no. It's guy more ridiculous than that. Buffalo. My phone. Guy on the buffalo. Oh. We went there again. <laughs> Break your gun Is... on. Oh. Uh, would you cut the singing out? No one wants to hear that. I promise yes, they you. Do. You don't know that. You okay. don't know that. First of all, Last night, Dan and Keegan, this guy decides to send me a link to goodness knows what half an hour long video that I don't even know what the heck it was. It was while very special. I'm in the process, while I'm in the process of trying to figure out what's going on with the, uh, with the podcast stuff. So, yeah, he was trying to distract me then. And the show was all continues. like, I'm busy. I got things to do. I can't watch this right now. Some of us have jobs to do while we're doing the here's, podcast. Here's the other problem you got with that, Pat, is that he's a little younger, so it wouldn't even he wouldn't even get it. I know. He wasn't even alive back then, was he? No. <laughs> no he Nineteen ninety, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dan. Oh. Yes, sir. Okay, Dan. Uh, Keegan, you might like this, you might not. I don't know, but Dan, there's a uh, there's this thing called Kung Fury. Just YouTube search. Oh God, Kung I know Fury. what that is. Ah, uh, Keegan, good man. <laughs> so I'm clueless. <laughs> After guy on a buffalo, I am. Yeah, anything that Pat just is kind of taken with a grain of salt. Guy on a buffalo <laughs> is brilliant. It is brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Off topic we go. Moving again. on. <laughs> so, so now we've got a design from Dan, um, which is one of the community uh, builds, which is the um, the sorry bloody Baron. So you you've not only so when the bushwhacker came out, they basically gave you the all clear to start producing the plans. So was. If I remember correctly, that was after your original design, right? Right, yeah. I think the Bloody Baron might have been one or two releases before the Bushwhacker. Um, so, yeah. And 
you know, when they, I sent them, they used my plans that I drew for the Bloody Baron as well. Uh, and those were using, you know, kind of the new format at the time too, although that format's kind of progressed a little bit more since then. Um, and Josh did comment, he, he really liked the way that I laid my plans out and stuff like that. But it was after, really after the Bushwhacker came out that I really started doing that in an official capacity. Mm -hmm. So the question then is, what program are you using to do your plans that differs maybe from some of us who are, who are I, I consider myself fairly adept to using Google SketchUp for my plans. <laughs> Uh, hey, 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 Patrick. I wasn't asking for your opinion, okay? I just said that I am fairly well enabled to utilize SketchUp to develop plans. Um, so what are you, what exactly are you using and what, what is your process of putting, say, the laser files that Flight Test puts out because, of course, they're designing everything for their laser cursor and being able to basically translate those so that the rest of the human beings who want to scratch build uh, can print those plans easily as tiles. And that's actually a question from Julian as well. Julian Waters is uh, on live with us tonight. Um, yeah, so I guess how to start off answering that question. I use AutoCAD uh, for all Yay! the two stuff that I'm working on. Um, and that's basically just because that's what I'm used to working with. I've been a mechanical designer for over 20 years, uh, and I've been using uh, Autodesk products for most of that time. So I use uh, AutoCAD and for the 2D stuff, and I also use uh, Autodesk Inventor, which is a 3D uh, solid modeling program. I don't do a lot with the planes with Inventor yet. I've done like the Baron and the Mark III. I actually created models for those and then um, exported some of that geometry to create the the 2D plan files for those, but for the most part, for all the flight test stuff, I'm just basically using AutoCAD for that. Awesome. And then, so for the second part of that question, how much work is it to uh, go from the uh, flight test laser files to uh, the tile plans? Um, after I've gotten this format that I've developed, it, it's taken a long time to really kind of come up with the format for the tiles, but once I I've gotten that template kind of set up. Um, it roughly takes probably eight to ten hours of kind of redrawing the, the flight test uh, plans from the laser files, cleaning those up. Because they kind of they don't come in as cleanly as uh, as I'd like them to come in, but um, I just I have to work with what I get. And by clean, you mean the geometry doesn't line up or...? Um, yeah, well, like any curves or radiuses and stuff like that that are in there are actually a bunch of the line segments, and I basically go in and redraw those with actual arcs and uh, using some of the tools in AutoCAD to, to kind of clean those up so that um, if I'm formatting uh, the line types for, like, the reference lines and the cut lines that use the dash lines and stuff like that, I really need those to be clean geometries, not a 100 different individual real short line segments because otherwise the line formatting wouldn't show up correctly when you went to print those out. Do do they come in as vector files or are they raster or what do you get? They're, they're vector. They're coming in as a DXF file basically, okay. uh, but it really depends on who's designing it. So Josh likes to use... Um, uh, CorelDRAW, I believe, is what he's using for his design program, which is raster, which is, you know, my, my take on this is 
the more people that are out there designing stuff, great. Use whatever you're comfortable with and, you know, crank out a design and use whatever program you want. Whatever you're comfortable with and whatever you can figure out, especially if you can get a free program like Google SketchUp or something like that, use it. Um, just get out there and design something. But, uh, yeah, so Peter is now using AutoCAD, which I really like getting his files because they're really clean when they come in. So um, there's not a lot of additional cleanup that I need to do with uh, with Peter's files when, for the last couple that have come in from him since he started using uh, AutoCAD. But, yeah, the files that are coming in, because they're from Josh, they're, because they're coming in, as a raster format from a drawing program there's yeah. there's quite a bit of cleanup like sometimes like the lines you know should normally be horizontal or vertical lines they're coming in at slight angles and stuff like that and I really try to go in and clean that stuff up as much as I possibly can to give the community the best plans that I can possibly give them yeah well, absolutely and awesome. are you getting a lot of good feedback from the community and uh, you know, one of the biggest pieces of feedback, and I'm, I'm sure you've probably seen this, is a lot of people aren't setting up the printer correctly um, for getting those files um, printed on the tiles. So uh, is, is there maybe an article that's soon to be coming out uh, from you guys as to the best way to print these things? Or what, what do you suggest for someone who's looking to print the tiled files? Uh, yeah, I can talk to that. I mean, that's been on my to-do list is to write an article on like just basically how to print the tile plans because I do get a lot of questions about that. Um, <clears throat> the best advice I can give you is use uh, Adobe Reader and don't use your web browser. Web br printing from the web browser, if you just click on the PDF link and it opens up in the web browser, that's the worst thing you can do to start off with. Um, but you, you want to make sure that you're printing... Um, not trying to fit the sheet to uh, your sheet size so that it's printing at 100% every time. And that is, thanks for the reminder, Joel, I really got to get off my butt and get that article written and get that posted on the Flight Desk website because I do get that question probably three or four times a week. So you mean by browser, if you click on the PDF, the, the it automatically brings up this PDF thing as opposed to opening it in Adobe something or other. Is that Correct. Yeah, I would highly recommend downloading the PDF file to your computer and opening it in Adobe Reader or okay. some other. P I always use Adobe Reader because that's the files are generated from um, Adobe Acrobat. So um, if you're using the native program to print it, it's probably going to give you the best results. That's what I use all the time. But there are other free uh, PDF readers that you can use that will probably do just as good of a job. Um, when I do write the article, it's going to be based around printing from Adobe Reader, which is free. So anybody can, can go out there and download the reader and print off the plans and hopefully get good results. The other part of that coin, too, is that all printers are different. So it's never going to be um, exactly the same for every user. But I'm going to try and make it as easy for everybody as I possibly can, which is the goal of these plans from the very beginning is just try to make something that works for everybody. Uh, which is one of the reasons that the, the tiles are formatted for the size that they are, so they fit on U.S. letter and um, I think it's, I believe it's A4 paper size yeah. for the for the rest of the world out there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's probably one of the biggest questions that I've heard is, or complaints, I guess, is that everybody has trouble when they go to tile. Everybody tends to have a little trouble with it. 
and I'm glad you explained it because that, that's really helpful. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, we have a question uh, from RC Plain Decals. Um, I use Foxit Reader for PDFs. What do you guys think? Um, great question. I've never used it, so I don't really have much of an opinion on it. Um, biggest thing is as long as you can print to 100% scale or 100% size where it's not fitting or trying to resize or rescale anything when you're printing, it should be fine. Again, I like to just stick with the Adobe Reader product. Definitely. Uh, another question that came in from Alex Houston, can I run a 2200 battery in the Bloody Wonder and or Bloody Baron? That. Uh, I can definitely answer uh, that too. Pat, what do you run? Um, yeah, I've, <laughs> I have run a 2200 in the Bloody Wonder. Three, a 2200 three-cell in the Bloody Wonder. It's heavy uh, for that plane, but it will haul it. Uh, if you put a four cell one thousand one one thousand one thousand <laughs> words are so that sounds on like the a really sexy bad another show title potential there one thousand one thousand so yeah if if you put a four cell uh if you put a small four cell in there. Be prepared for the uh, the power pod to rip out of the foam of the fuselage. I've done that twice. It's oh, Keegan's done awesome. That. It's awesome. <laughs> called the power pod missile. It's a very effective weapon when uh, utilized yes. in the correct way. Yeah, it is. It's the to get the accuracy down of that. It's really tough, but I think somebody someday will be killing the enemy with these four cell power pods from Bloody that's Wonder. hilarious for sure mike what do you fly on yours uh usually a 1300 or so three cell okay yeah usually here's here's one of my two um i actually for the longest time was running 2200s on mine uh this is the zippy compact pack that i run on my uh bloody wonder um, except mine is decommissioned. I do not currently have a Bloody Wonder in my fleet. Um, but yes, Ooh. I do. Uh, hey, Poor wait shame. a minute. You know why I don't have a Bloody Wonder. Sure. It's because I'm building a Bloody Ripper. So there. <laughs> so there. Yeah. <laughs> Nicely. Yeah. There you go. There Those you go. are good. Um, secondary follow-up, same for the Bloody Baron, I would assume so. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, um, same size plane, basically same basic design. And I, I typically try to run a 1300, either a 3-cell or a 4-cell when I want to get crazy with it. I like to try and keep the battery inside the power pod. So, And I have stuffed a 2200 in there with a 30-amp ESC. It's, there's no room for anything else, but it, it does fly. But like Pat says, it's, it's a much different flying plane. It's a lot heavier, but it will fly. <laughs> excellent excellent um so uh what new designs can we expect from you guys coming down the pike here um well we were like maybe planning on keeping that uh kind of under wraps until flight fest but i'll uh, leave that up to keegan since it was kind of his idea if uh -oh. he wants to talk about that now or not if you want to drop a name we can go ahead and do it go ahead maybe, maybe one okay so 
The first RC plane that was ever in our fleet was a long, long time ago. It's the first plane that spawns, RC plane that spawns ever flew. It's an Air Hogs Intruder, which is probably way back 2002. It's a pretty neat looking airplane, but when they made it at the time, it was all like cheap styrofoam, two channel, just differential thrust and more thrust to take off and climb. So it didn't ever fly that well, it looked really good. So the idea for this year is to blow it up to a swappable size, which is looking about 55 to 60 inch wingspan. Okay. And then use that as a combat plane or PV or plane. So kind of a jack of all trades, twin engine, kind of 60 inch wingspan swappable. Nice. And I'd just like to interject and say that although Keegan said that was my first RC plane that I ever flew, I would not consider that an RC plane at all. If you look up any of the stats on that thing, it was horrible. It was a piece of crap, but it looked pretty cool. Is this like based on the E6A intruder, or? Um, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I would doubt it. The nose shape vaguely rep uh, resembles it, but none of the rest of the plane looks even remotely close. Okay. You still have that thing. That the funny thing is, um, that thing died a long, long time ago, and I gave it to Keegan. I'm going to grab Keegan's it. Keegan's going to go grab it. Um, he has a little kid. I mean, he was like five, maybe, when I four, was when we had this thing. Why is Pat still singing? I do this for time. So I gave it to him after this thing was completely dead, and he would throw it around in the backyard. And the funny thing is, like, it sat out in the backyard, like, stuck in the fence for, like, one or two winters. <laughs> we still have it, and Keegan found it in the closet a couple of, like, a few weeks ago and then came up with the idea of making this thing into a bigger RC swappable twin engine. Oh, it's got a cool wing design, doesn't it? Yeah, well, the wings are actually kind of ripped off where the motor nacelles were. I don't know what Keegan oh, did to wow. it. Maybe some wild yeah. animals got to it when I was stuck outside or what. But yeah, it's... show it up to the camera one more time, Keegan. Sorry. Yeah, it's uh, in a very Back sad state of disrepair. Oh, but... wow. Well, <laughs> that is a neat-looking little plane, though. Way to promote your uh, new design right there. Yeah, oh, so cats exclusively. Out of now, exclusively now we have to try and get it done before flight fest <laughs> the community cast came up with an exclusive yep we officially have an exclusive guys off first we heard it here first that's folks. right we we scoop we scoop regular flight test how about that yeah hey, wow. really so uh keegan what 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 are you doing you're are you in your senior year this year junior Junior, what what are your plans after graduation? Uh, hopefully, University of North Dakota for a degree in commercial aviation. Oh, but mom and dad haven't nice. decided on that yet because uh, money, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, wasn't Kansas State cheaper? It could be, depending on what kind of scholarships they have. Um, the way it looks right now, if we have to pay full tuition, I think North Dakota is actually looking the cheapest. Uh, Oh, really? Now, you guys are based out of Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken. Bondurant. Right? See. I don't think yeah. anybody says it like that, though. Wisconsin? Like what? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Wisconsin <laughs> is how y'all say it, right? Well, well if you watch oh, yeah. SNL, it's Fondulac, Wisconsin. 
Fond du Lac. <laughs> Fond du Lac. Yes, yep. Very good. How do you say um, Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. Fond du Lac. Huh. Is That's that not very French-sounding. French I was going to say, it's supposed French. to be French. What are the look? So if you look at a if you look at a map of Wisconsin, you see that big blue dot, which is uh, Lake Winnebago. We are right at the bottom of the lake, and I think Fond du Lac is actually French for foot of the lake or bottom of the lake or something goofy like that. Fond du Lac. Mm, yes, I believe that's exactly what that means. Um, I have some questions here from our audience. If it we have. It does <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I have a question from Julian Waters again. Keegan, was E-R-A-U on your list? Yes, it was, but money. Riddle's a very, very good school, but it's also, the price uh, reflects that. So it's probably right up there with North Dakota for being probably the top aviation school in the country, if not the world. But it's... It, it's a lot more expensive given the location and their aircraft. And I'm assuming ERU is Embry Riddle University, which is based here yep. in Daytona, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yep. There is a campus in Daytona and one somewhere in Arizona. Yeah. So they are really, really big schools. Um, I know. Um, a lot of the University of Central Florida, which is where I went to school, and I was originally an aerospace engineering major, um, they, we had a direct connect program with Embry-Riddle, so there was potential for me to go that route, but hey, calculus. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, we'll skip over. We'll, we'll skip over that uh, little piece of tidbit history, and we'll talk about uh, that about, sorry, we'll talk about that at the Campfire Flight Fest. So, moving swiftly on. Um, Blake Ziegler, I think there will be a clipped wing version of the Intruder. So, that's a threat by the sound of things. Um, Prescott, Arizona is the other campus, Julian says. And do you consider your chances of winning combat with the swappable version favorable? So, I think... Maybe he's asking, would you rather go direct connect to the electronics or swappable? Oh, we'll have some surprises for combat. Yes. I like yes. that answer. <laughs> I like that indeed. That sounds wicked. So let's switch gears a little bit. And let's start talking about Flight Fest. Because if I'm not mistaken, the very last uh, host from the Flight Test Community podcast officially registered for Flight Fest this week. Yes, yes, I did. Yes. So, you now... We both, Mike. I just registered hey. a couple days ago. There we go. Wednesday. I can't remember what day. Yeah, so, so yeah, I'm going to be there. And absolutely. Well, I kind of wanted to make sure we were going to have a vehicle and do all the wonderful things we need to do there. But, you know. But, yeah, I did it. So, uh I don't know if you want to call that a threat or whatever, but I'll be like that. I think that is a threat. I definitely I think, think that's a threat. <laughs> so let's let's talk about, because, you know, it is coming up here quickly. Um, one of my goals is to write a list of, um, of all the things that I'd like to bring with me and start to get things that 
I, I need slash want um, out of Flight Fest. So what do you, let, let's switch over to Dan and Keegan, because you guys have both attended 14 and 15, right? Correct, yep. yep. So from your personal experience, what, what are your recommendations? What, what, is, what is someone like me who is a total event, actually, total event newbie, because this is my first event that I'm actually going to be flying at, what are your recommendations of like things to bring, things to look out for, and also like because I'm sure you take part in the building as well. So what time management? I know that's a lot of like different questions, but fire away yeah. with opinions. It's, it's, it's a mixed bag. I mean, the first year that I went, I didn't volunteer at all, and I kind of because I didn't know what to expect. And and actually, the first year that we went to Flight Fest, that was our first. RC event that we had ever gone to anywhere, so we had no idea what we were doing, and I didn't want to like volunteer and not know what I was doing. Really, it wasn't didn't have any expectations, didn't know what to expect at all, so I didn't volunteer, and I kind of regretted it a little bit. Um, so I kind of over overcompensated, and uh, you know, didn't even. I think I I burned maybe three or four batteries. Uh, the whole time I was there last year, so I would definitely say striking a balance. Um, I'm going to volunteer, but it's going to be much less than I volunteered last year. Um, the the other recommendation I would have for you, I brought uh, three or four half-finished planes, and I had full expectation of completely finishing these things and flying them at Flight Fest last year, don't bring anything <laughs> that you're planning on building at Flight Fest. No. Have it's just it's not going to happen. No. I had my ugly stick, and I think you guys have seen pictures of that, the orange yeah, uh, foam board ugly stick that I that I built. Um, yes. Um, and I had that there, and it was uh, only half done, and I... I maybe worked on it for an hour. It wasn't even close to being finished. I don't think I finished it for a month or two after we got back from Flight Fest. So bring a few planes. Don't bring your whole fleet uh, and bring stuff that's just ready to fly and, you know, enjoy it and have fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to interrupt really quickly because um, Kevin Teschner asked if any of the ugly sticks are going to be there. Uh, it's still in one piece, and it should be. Well, Based on how much I've gotten to fly it lately, it'll probably be fine because it hasn't seen any flight time since last summer. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm planning on bringing mine for sure. I love that plane. It it flies okay. great. All right, Kevin. There you go, buddy. Sorry, Pat. What what was Kevin's question? Because I didn't hear it. Oh, he was asking uh, if there were going to be any ugly sticks there. Or some of the phones. Oh, okay. Because okay. okay. he's bringing. I know he's going to bring his. So. Okay. He's, I think he crashed his last year, after flight <laughs> fest. But hopefully, yeah. he'll have another one to bring. Because yep. I told we were Keegan and I were both planning on bringing ours. Keegan built his and smashed his to bits, I think, before Flight Fest, and uh, I never finished mine. Yeah, yeah uh, that was Joel? a uh, that was an embarrassing crash. Yes. If, uh, yeah. One thing you never want to do with that airplane is stick a huge motor on a thirty-five forty-eight to a, a massively overpowerful motor for how big it was. And I depapered the inside of the wing because I wanted the smooth airfoil to make it look a little bit more like a balsa built-up plane. Mm -hmm. I to increase the size of the spar. And this had been on one of the test flights for a smoke system that I'm sort of on and off developing that's going to use uh, 
baby powder as kind of smoke mixture. Uh, that was a very early prototype that might have an article sometime in the next couple months. Nice. But I had been doing a full throttle pass right down the runway and decided I want to see what happens if I pull up with full elevator right at the end. <laughs> and it went up for about 20 feet. The wings made a big V, and it completed the loop and hit the ground on the other side of the room. Nice. <laughs> and That's the unbelievable. That you're destroyed. That's the best oh, thing ever, wow. isn't it? <sighs> That's yeah, really that funny. Was the, that was the one that I spent a nice long time painting, masking off. It looked me up by the time I was done with it, and it flew twice. <laughs> Question: Do you have pictures of the before and after on that plane? I, think I... For, for the show notes, poor favor. I will write that down. Thank you, uh, Patrick. You had a question for me before you started clustering around and having a squirrel moment. I don't, I literally do not remember what it is now, so I'm not sure. Well, just before we jump off the flight stick or the the ugly stick thing, quick, I just want to throw a shout out there to uh, the plans for that um, flight stick that we're talking about are the uh, hot wax from the from the forums is the guy yes, that uh, designed that. Uh, it's called the FB flight stick, F L I T E stick. Check it out. Really good plans. Great flying plane. Stick. Okay. Um, I will link that in the show notes because I am sure after listening to this, many people will be wanting. To hear it, so yeah, it's a, definitely. The stick is a classic uh, design, and it screams for a Dollar Tree foam board uh, build. Yeah, it's, and it's the, wonderful. It's a great flying plane, especially thing, if you go crazy with the thirty-five, forty-eight, nine hundred kV motors that we put on there. What What are you running? A four cell on that, or a three cell? Four. Yeah, that's what cell. I thought. Yeah, you have to run a four cell on that. Might most of that. Thing. On it? Uh, Fifty-five. 55. Nice. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. I'll send you a picture of mine too. I think <laughs> I've posted that one a few times, but I'll send you a picture of that. That'll make the wings clap. If I do ever build another one of those, the one thing I want to add to it is that just if one knows from the very, very early days that I was on the forum, I built a plane called the Drake II, which is a Ken Willard design. It's a pretty classic seaplane yep. pylon kind of thing. Yep. Uh, cool, kind of from just watching a bunch of videos of float planes, and I kind of caught a bug to start flying off the water. And after some more digging, the stick was actually a really, really good uh, float trainer from good set for them. So I'd like to eventually try and design a full float set that'll just bolt onto the bottom of the stick. Nice. That's very nice. Um, question, Mikey, do you have like an ugly stick in your fleet of any kind or any classic like stick? Well, um, actually Ryan Pat gave me one last year at, at Flight Fest. Uh, it was all just a kit itself. I think the fuse was build, built, and I, as you guys are, as everyone in the community is well aware, I have a builder. We've tried. We've tried. 
Well, <laughs> I don't think you guys are done either. <laughs> no, no, not even. I told you, Flight Fest, I have a glue gun with your name on it. <laughs> well, I've got plenty of glue guns. That's not the problem. <laughs> Joel, you're no, going to a table. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, there that's you exactly go. what's going to happen. Feisty. He is a feisty SOB. Uh, well, I'll down that do, for I a do, second. Yeah, I, I do want to say, uh, Ryan, I know you're watching and listening, and uh, I'm actually going to gift that on to Eddie Black because he wants to build one. Um, oh, that's awesome. So I'm going to re-gift that on to Eddie. That's so. excellent. Eddie's yeah, I don't bro. want that plane to go to waste or just set my, you know, basement forever. So, yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, where that's it's going. really excellent. Yay! It has yeah. found its second home. We are yeah. happy with that. Maybe third. That might be the third. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I am not lazy. I can't build. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who aren't live listening, that was Ryan Papp just putting in a QA question uh, saying that. Mike is being lazy. <laughs> so Mike, Mike just hasn't realized he's a builder yet. Yeah, that's I agree. There's yeah. hidden talent there. Look, if you've got the skills to break a rib by leaning over a printer, that's you've got right. the skills to oh, put everybody. a blue gun in your hand. Wait, wait, wait. The, What's the worst that could happen? Come on. Move it. You, you as an old man, and you your little workshop, and you build airplanes in it. And Mike, <laughs> with your osteoporosis, I think it's fine. <laughs> all you need, all you need, is a dining room table. I'm living that's proof a... that that's okay. <laughs> oh man! It's spoken like a newly married man with no kids. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream, my friends. Oh, Living the dream. My. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm really getting old because uh, I can't hear anything anymore. <laughs> ah, that's so good. Ah. So, live listeners, do we have any other questions that they would like to ask our fantastic guests before we hit them with a couple more before we end for the evening? Because we, I can't believe it. We're going on an hour and 17 minutes this wow, show already? i cannot believe it right already it doesn't feel like it because they're such great people oh I yeah <laughs> do you see how modest they are about this <laughs> I, I thought that was uh i don't know self-deprecating doubt or something right there that yeah, could be something going on. um but no i, I as i said um Dan, uh, I know you and I have chatted quite a bit um, interpersonally yeah. about uh, your plans and the development of uh, the FT planes. And um, I had some questions for you about the Arrow, and you you were gracious enough to answer those for me, and uh, I really really appreciate it. Um, and you're a great guy. You've you've got a heart of gold, and you're out there helping the community every day. So from from my side, I'd like to say a big thank you for everything that you do for the flight test community and uh, and keep on rocking because you really are trucking along with all of these FT planes that have uh, come I, out. I really appreciate that. Uh, I really do. Uh, but for me, the biggest thing is flight test, uh, you know, gave me so much getting into this hobby and, you know, being able to spend time with my son, building planes, flying planes, flying combat, and then actually getting my dad flying a little bit and my brother and my nephew 
Um, I mean, they've they've just opened up so many doors for me getting into the hobby and getting to spend time with my family and doing it together, doing something that we all enjoy. So, you know, for me, it was all just about trying to pay some of that forward. So. I really appreciate the kind words. I'm just trying to give a little bit back to what I've all gotten out of this hobby so far. So, well, you are giving a tremendous amount back, a and, tremendous and what amount. you're doing is is I certainly appreciate it, and I mm -hmm. I know I personally benefit from it. So, thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I really appreciate absolutely. that. I'm glad people are uh, enjoying enjoying getting some of the, the new plans. It is. I have to say, it just something as simple as the fact that you have lines on the side of the the page that you're on, because there are some yes. FT models, like the F22, for example, that have these huge wings, right? The full-size F22 has these yep. huge wings, and there mm. is like one or two pages with literally, I kid you not, nothing. Nothing! nothing. <laughs> I'm trying! The 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 uh, what plane was it? I think it was like my third FT plane was the F twenty two, and I um, I don't know what's going on upstairs. I apologize. Um, <laughs> it's the puppy, upstairs. Allison. No, it's not the puppy. It's the cat. Um, the uh, the puppy is because you're well, smart. And here, here's here's the other thing I will say, uh, Dan is you know not only you know are you giving back to the community but you're also setting a wonderful example um to all the other dads and all the families out there for you know spending time with your son and you know for you keegan it's really cool to hang out with your dad and show you know other kids that are teenagers and stuff like that that it is cool to hang out with your dad and yeah, we'll have a good time and do well, all that I, I don't know if Keegan sees it that way, but but you know us old guys see it that way. So well, right. I mean, I, I'm sure he does, man, or he wouldn't do it. Right, very true. Yeah, I mean, because you know how teenagers are; they're going to do what they want to do, no matter. <laughs> oh what God, do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> so if he's not having fun, I, I don't see him doing it, and I think it's fantastic that you know, as a family, you know, you guys are out doing that and and sharing your passion for the hobby. And, you know, again, um, even though I've only met you guys briefly in person, I mean, I feel like I know you guys, you know, for the last 20 years, it seems like I've known you almost. So it's, well, except for Keegan, of course, because he hasn't been around. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting close. He's, he's an old soul. How old are well, you? Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'm 17. Okay, okay. So, so you're the age of my youngest son. My oldest is 19. All right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I can really, really Dan. Old, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate all the kind words, guys. No, you oh. you really are. Uh, to see you come into Flight Fest and build the Creekery was so impressive because you were the guy who was in charge of it, and except for some underpowered elevator service, that dance would have flown beautifully. Yes, it would have. Yeah, I was very yeah. proud. Of very proud, Dad, seeing that thing kind of take off of that uh, ATV. That was pretty awesome. Yep. yep. If at all possible, I'm going to try and cram the vertical stabilizer, which is currently still hanging in my room, to Flight Fest this year. And any volunteers that help build it, the uh, 
50 and I wanted them to sign it because that's one thing that they did do. Well, I think they actually did sign the wing, but that's probably in the FT graveyard right now. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't do anything, but I'd be happy to sign it for you. <laughs> well, you were Man, there. You just want to be famous. I was there. <laughs> I was trying to keep Josh ordered from falling over, so. <laughs> yeah. It'll probably. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, hey, Robert Brightbill from uh, Springfield, Pennsylvania, one of my uh, club mates there. What's up, bro? I was going to say, that's got to be a neighbor, right? Absolutely. One, Absolutely. Of my, one of my club mates. There you go. Yep. Love my club. Awesome. Brian, food. I don't know if that's a question or he just is hungry. Uh, I would uh, assume. I would colors. I is a, a favorite color. Quentin's right below it. Would go with my favorite. I think he's just saying he wants food. Somebody get Ryan's food. Maybe he's hungry. Yeah. Pat, what are you bringing? Uh, as that should be a new possible. segment to the show. What are you bringing? As little as possible. But <laughs> pants, right? You're bringing pants. Pants, uh, pants are important. I like shorts. Yeah. I'm back. Okay. That was hey. creepy. We didn't Sorry, talk about you at all, Joel. Lies. I've got the recording, so I can <laughs> listen back. What, was was that a good thirty seconds between you and Allison? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> considering considering the cat just attacked her. Literally just attacked her for I no did, reason. Like, what did I do? Uh, I said cat, not pat. Cat. C A T. Not P A T. Pat just attacked her. Thanks. What? What? <laughs> well, I think that's it's what all... I'm afraid of. Yes, literally. Right. It's all about Patrick at the end of the day, anyway. So. Right. <laughs> she won't talk. Okay, what were we talking about? I'm sorry. Jumping back in in the middle of the conversation here. We were talking about things we were going to bring to Flight Fest 2016. Oh, yeah. Pat had a really boring answer. It was a little... Oh, okay. So so we are on to who's next after Patrick? Um, Joel. Me? Oh, I'm up? Okay. Um, Okay, well, first of all... I have a list of things that I need to do, um, like unpack my tent and do a ton of other things, get camping gear in order, because I honestly haven't camped in a very long time. Um, so I need to get those pieces in order. Once I do that, I think my hanger right now, um, as it is, <sighs> I'm probably going to bring the DLG Mini for sure is coming. Um, I am likely going to bring the Mini Mustang, the Mini Corsair that I'm going to start, possibly the, um, the FT Tiny Trainer, or the Champ. I haven't decided which of the two. I like the Champ, but the problem is if the wind is anything like it was um, at last year's Flight Fest, that thing is never going to get in the air. And the Tiny Trainer at least gives me the opportunity to teach people to Hang fly on. on a slightly was, bigger wasn't platform. Wasn't there a champ flying around pretty well in the wind at Flight Fest last year? Uh, if, yeah, if I remember correctly, one, one combat. combat. Kind of one combat, yeah. Yeah, kind of Yeah, did. but that was, that was only after battery changes, so... <laughs> yeah, um... but there wasn't any wind to speak of. I mean, we were there, it wasn't too, too bad. I mean, there were times, but it wasn't 
all windy. So that that may be the case. If that if it is expected to be not that windy, then I will absolutely bring the champ, and I won't bring the tiny trainer. Um, the tiny trainer I'm building is actually going to be for Tim because oh, Tim and I are going to be. He's singing again. Oh my god. I don't <laughs> know. Oh boy. No, so, um, to, yeah, when you so, edit this, take all the parts for Pat's singing and then just put them in separate podcast. I'm actually probably going to group them together at the end and make it like, you know how there's like those secret ending bits if you listen yeah, all the way like through to the end? Bad karaoke. Yep. It's going to be bad karaoke featuring Pat. Uh, that's totally happening. I'm I very, can do that. Very bad karaoke. bad karaoke. I'm so doing that. Thank you for the suggestion. Yes, duly noted that will happen. Um, no title. So okay. yeah, let's hit some of these questions can... a little bit too. That are yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that that loosely is my current fleet. There are more items that I'm going to be trying to finish before like the Stinson Reliant and the Bloody Ripper. But let's go, I agree with Mikey wholeheartedly. Mike, do you want to rip through some of these questions for the guys? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we've uh, answered Ryan with his favorite foods. And... Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. I like anything fried. <laughs> um, and then Moroccan. favorite color. <laughs> Purple. And I believe Dan was blue. Uh, Keegan? Go with blue. Blue. Yeah. Mine's black. Uh, Joel? I have a a favorite color scheme. Red, black, white. Uh, There you go. And we'll (laughs) we'll get the other word for cat. I'm not going there. Um, Yeah. Feline and 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 Louise said more flying, less volunteer work, spending time with my son and good friends. And I agree. Uh, Amen, brother. Yep. Amen. I second that. Yep. That sounds beautiful. Yeah, and of course we already said Robert said hi from Spring Grove. Um, Julian said that he's harassed us enough. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> never harassed enough. Never. And then uh, Asbjorn uh, said, guys, you must start planning how many of your planes I get to wreck. And any of them you, that I have, Asbjorn, you can crash them if you want. Yeah, you so. Viking freak. If you get over here, you can <laughs> crash every single one of mine, brother. Uh, absolutely. It's not going to be yeah. the same if you don't come. Second. Yeah, yeah exactly. you have to be out there with us. Yeah. And then... Uh, I guess Julian was uh, complaining that that champ stole his trophy. Yeah, they, yeah. they need to make a rule, no battery change this year. You should have hit it, yeah. Julian. If you could have just hit it, it would have been yours. <laughs> I think that thing would disintegrate even if you get it in the prop wash. Pretty much. Uh, probably. Yeah. That's why like, I like the idea of bringing the champ because it's a great place or a great plane for people to learn on. But I would I don't, I don't want to take that thing into combat. It's bad enough that I tried <laughs> night flying with it the other day, and um, it was under street lamps. So I thought I had enough room to fly just outside my house, and I flew it into the side of the townhouse that's across from us. And I still haven't been able to find the nose cone, so <laughs> <laughs> so I need to How find a new. That? 
the um, easiest flying airplane in the universe. But at least it he didn't hit easiest. anything big like a house with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I flew it. Or what? I flew it into the side of the house because, again, I was trying to night fly with it. With, without okay? any lights. Without any lights. Only I the light from the know. receiver. Let's play a game. Good idea. Bad idea. <laughs> it was definitely one, one of those light. moments. There's one Keegan. light. There's one red LED. You can see it, but you don't which way it's going. And the funniest thing is that I had it, it flying in the townhouse across the street. Yeah, because I I took it off. I thought I had plenty of room to turn. I sure. turned it, and I couldn't whip it around near fast enough. It just went clunk. <laughs> <laughs> nose first into the side of the house and the nose cone fell off. And be like, that's pretty. No, because of course it weighs nothing. So it just went ding and it just went and it just, it was fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's going to fly again. What was that sound it made? It went Mix that in with Pat singing. <laughs> <That'd be great. laughs> I'm gonna have Maybe so much editing. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Mike, if you say that too, I will do that to three of us going. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that, that needs to be our theme song. <laughs> do it again, Mike. Sorry. I'm so gonna do it. That's the sound of our listenership disappearing. Going right down the tube, man. That's great. Wait a second, Tommy! Look who's joined us! Oh, hey, good morning, Tommy. Hey there. All the way from Afghanistan. We have yes, a sir. listener Tommy live. Uh, who are all these tacky people? Yeah, we're Hi, still Tommy. trying to figure that out ourselves, Tommy. <laughs> um, welcome to the Flight Test Community <laughs> cra- uh, Community Podcast, where cra- cra- nothing... Crashcast? What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was talking about crashing, okay? Does Joel have Just, some history uh, with Roll with it. Just roll with it, okay? I'm I'm tired, guys. I, I I'm think sorry. I think he talks. I think he talks to Mike too much over the crash cast. I don't know. Yeah, it's true. I listen to that show religiously, and um, spe- I'm going to completely divert the topic here for a second. But did you guys hear what they're doing at Seth? No, no, no. A 24 foot monster aircraft, like 65 pounds plus. They need a special exemption from the AMA just to get this thing flying. And the cool thing is is they are building this at Seth. They have not pre-built any of these components. Uh, They are doing all of it. Materials? What are they building Uh about? Balsa. It is going to be a balsa builder. Um, Lane Stair over at the Crashcast has put put the plans together with their flight engineer, Joel, um, and they are taking all of the pre-cut components to Seth with them next week, and uh, they are trying for what they think, we don't know, because, of course, it's never been attempted before, 
they're trying to break the record for the largest plane built in the shortest time frame at Seth. Nice. I'm going to lay this out here right now. If we can build something larger or equivalent at Flight Fest that will carry me, I'll fly it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Know, but I was talking to Peter after we flew the Cree Cree last year. He's like, oh, yeah, we should go for the record next year. I think 50 feet sounds good. Well, you just, I tell you what, of, of anybody, of anybody, I think Peter would be the one to do that because he's really wanting to do that anyway. Yeah. 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 Right. You can just, it's the that. look in his eyes. He's like, oh, I got to, I got to do it. Yeah. Gotta do yeah. I've gotta seen bend. that look. <laughs> Let's talk to him because we can. Yeah. I agree. A uh, question comes in from Louis Russi. Uh, hey, Louis. How you doing, buddy? Are you guys bringing any night flyers to Flight Fest? I will have my um, glider. What is it called? Why can't I remember? <laughs> Pat, help me. I'm telling you, I'm getting old. <laughs> Um, it's uh, have we radian? the radian. There yeah. you go. Yay. Oh my god! <laughs> How can you forget this? Just like the way. Talk about the show. History. Oh this god. show is going na 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 na. That's a Dutch one, right? Yeah. Okay, it's time for the old man to go to bed. I have an FT Explorer with some lights in it. Um. But I'm planning on probably picking up a bunch of LED light strip stuff from Hobby King and and trying to build a couple other things because that's one thing I definitely wanna wanna do at Flight Fest this year. I didn't have a night flyer last year, so I definitely want to bring one this year. Keegan, um, I do want to build a bushwhacker where I cut out the side panels in the fuselage and kind of make it look like the uh, doors taken off of a uh, Alaska stall kind of plane. And one of the things that I wanted to go along with that is like a full nav light beacon light set to go with it. So hopefully that could night fly. And finally, Patrick, before uh, I chime in. I'm going to bring a champ with one red LED. And see if you can hit a house. And see if I can hit a house. I have faith that you can do it. I hate you so much. <laughs> Most people do. <laughs> Um, so what are you really bringing? Um, I, I have a, uh, a sky surfer slash air wing surfer slash Bixler set up with LEDs on it. Um, I'll probably bring that this year. I don't know. It, it's, it's pretty beat up. I might, uh, build something nicer. Um, I, I kind of like to, well, I really want to build a, uh, combat plane that is, well, I got ideas and I'm not going to say it because... They're good. So, uh, <laughs> but so let's just say that I have thoughts, and if I bring a night flyer, um, it'll probably be also a combat plane, and nobody's going to beat me. That's all I'm saying. All right. Okay. Night combat. I'm just going to oh, lay that yeah. out there right now. Even that better. sounds like fun, but I don't want to combat with what I'm bringing. Um, I am very deeply looking into Twisted Hobbies because Ooh. I love their stuff. Um, yep. Specifically, their 22-inch Crack Pits because yes. that thing is wicked. And I think 
that I may very well do that with a reversing ESC and um, a nice motor and servo set. Um, I would love to go all digital. Um, and I am going to outfit that sucker with as many LEDs as will fit on it. Wait. You're treading range blotters getting to the leak. You're going to fly it backwards? It doesn't stop. Yeah. So that's an idea that I'm having, but I don't know if it will actually work because I... Oh, that plane Wait. is just so Joel, freaking Joel, cool. Joel, Joel. Did mm. you say pits? Pits. I did. With it's... reversible ESC? Yeah. I want to buy one with a reversible gonna... ESC. How you going to fly it backwards, bro? Um, you put the throttle into... Um... So basically, the, the throttle is set in middle but, stick. But, okay, I, no, no. I understand how it works, but aerodynamically, it's kind of not possible. It'll fly backwards for about a half a second, and then it wants to spin back up to normal upright flying mode, and at that point you better switch the throttle back to forward flight, otherwise you're going to do a tail slide right in the ground. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, I'm just thinking it would be fun to tinker around with. It's cool that's for messing around with in uh, vertical maneuvers, especially if you're going straight down and then you stop the airplane, back it up, and switch it back into uh, vertical going mm -hmm. upwards. I saw yeah, that on Bugs Bunny once. Ran out of gas. <laughs> break the they actually do that with uh, um, some of the uh, profile lift, you know, the, the 3D planes, and they call it right. the Oh, yep. no. Um, but Joel, mm -hmm. I'm totally messing with you right now. I, oh, I, no, no. I understand what you're saying. It, it, oh, no, I just think... It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, it I think it, I, I want to tinker around with it before taking it to Flight Fest and before outfitting it, but that is something I would really like to dig into. So we'll see how that goes. Um, yes. Also, Ryan has a direct attack at Patrick. Rocks do fly. Rocks um, follow a path of projectile <laughs> motion, which is not flight. <laughs> and um, well, could you put it into orbit and technically call it flight? No. Mm, I would also call that orbit. Oh yeah, you're right. Not that flight. Is orbit. Yeah. Yeah. That's free fall. That is free fall. Yeah, that's right. I'll probably outfit my Valkyrie with lights, says Alex Houston. Okay, so we know that there's going to be a night flying Valkyrie. So uh, night combat oh. does sound doable. Good. Something I can slice in half then. Should get a very set together. I think uh, Mike was uh, absolutely a hundred percent right about him going to bed because I believe he Did has he leave? joined. He has left us. He was very tired indeed. <laughs> he's oh, wait. back. He popped. Oh, up. he's back! There oh, he is. Maybe he lost internet. <laughs> Mike. Hello. Because I kind of want to go to bed now, too. I'm tired. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, do we have any more questions for either of our two fantastic hosts? Oh, guest hosts, I should say. Say none? Mikey, I, I, are you there? Mike! I see him. Mike F. Hello. Is anybody no, He's bad. He's muted. Hang on, he's muted. Let me unmute him. Oh, Hello? Magic one. Stand by. Mikey. Hello. Hello. Hello? 
Hello. All right. Well, we'll have uh, Patrick. We'll have you sign off first. Patrick, <laughs> where can people find you? Wait, wait. I was... <laughs> Did we anger him in some way? <laughs> I don't believe so. I don't believe I don't so. I think so he's either. just. I, I think he's honestly having technical issues I, with I think uh, he might the have internet. Asleep, so no. Uh, so am I signing off now? Yeah. What? Where We're can done? people find you, buddy? <laughs> Uh, I don't want them to find me. <laughs> they do want to be right behind you. Um, okay. For, for both Clarification. parties. Yeah. Clarification. Clarification. I'm on Social media. the book. I'm on the book. Uh, that's about it. Uh, if you want to talk to me, come talk to me at the uh, flight test forums. I'm Earthside Keach. Um, other than that, uh, I want to thank Dan and Keegan, who uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing again at uh flight fest uh and keegan uh i hope you build something that is really big and flies this time with with proper size servos because <laughs> no seriously the uh the thing you built last year the creakery was beautiful it was perfect it was just a stupid victim of underpowered tail servos and and that's sad because i Everything was perfect, and it would have flown beautifully, and it even might have set some record. I don't know. So I kind of want you to come back and, and do it again with with bigger servos. That's it, It's a project I'd like to try again. I don't think I'm going to try and squeeze it out in four days because if anybody remembers the last night, I believe it was me, Fred, Provost, Flying Monkey, and Julian Waters in the hangar until about 5 in the morning, squeezing the last little bits of glue on that thing. Yeah, I, I went to bed about 2 in the morning, and, and I didn't yeah. even help with it. So I was just standing there <laughs> watching you guys. <laughs> Mikey, I think he's back. I'm finally Mike. back. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. We having some tentacles? Again. Mikey's I was back. having some technical difficulties. See, I back. told you he didn't Mikey's get mad at us, Patrick. Mikey's back. Oh, no, no. I can't wait to edit this, Mike. I really am uh, so excited. I'm Mike, sure. where, can, <laughs> where can people find you, buddy? Oh, people can find me on Facebook as Michael Finley. Uh, they can find me on the uh, forums as the magic one, and that's T-H-E. M-A-J-I-K and the number one. And they can also find me at Gmail at themagicone at gmail.com. Um, I'm on Google Hangouts as Mike Finley and the Magic One. I think they all go to go together. And my YouTube channel is also the Magic One. Fantastic. What about you guys? Keegan, Dan, are you guys on the socials? Oh, all over the place. Yeah, um, spawns on the FT forums. Uh, spawnholds at gmail.com. Facebook, Dan Sponholtz, and Google Plus also just as Dan Sponholtz. I believe my YouTube channel is Dan Sponholtz as well. And I'm on the flight test forums as Akimbo Glue Guns. Uh, I am on Gmail as Keegan.Sponholtz at gmail.com and Facebook as Keegan Sponholtz. Fair warning, if you try and email me and or Facebook me, I only check those, well, email is checked probably once a week, and Facebook very, very sporadically. <laughs> As a person of your age, we have no blame for you that at all. 
That is fantastic. Excellent. Um, well, <laughs> okay. So, so, so Mike and I are old. We're old, and Joel Thank is you young. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? We've there had this go. conversation, and Jolie's young. Joel's a young <laughs> pup. But he's referring to Keegan as young, so that might that makes us pretty much dead. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, first of all, you have to understand, Keegan is in high school. Okay, I am married now and out of college, which therefore <laughs> makes me an official adult. Okay, he's, he's in really high school. Therefore, he's a kid. Joel's it's, wearing his big okay. boy pants, which is more than we can <laughs> say about Pat. I got no pants. <laughs> Joel, Joel and Keegan can put their ages together, and they still are not as old as I am. So Probably me either. <laughs> Keegan, it sounds like you and I have some competition at Flight Fest. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking uh, some team combat might sort this out a little bit. I, I agree. Oh, it's, it, it's on. on. It's on. It's, it's on. Like Donkey Kong. And hey, with that, he had to say that, didn't he? <laughs> 1990s, guys, come on. Um, <laughs> it so wasn't to, No, you're right. To wrap it up, guys, um, you can find me at uh, Joel Cannon on Facebook. I am on Twitter at jcannon614. That is also my flight test screen name. And you can find this podcast the video and all um you can find that on the flight test website at flighttest.com forward slash podcast um on the flight test uh, community cast podcast we are now there with all of our show notes so you'll find the show notes to this show and all of our previous shows you can now also find us at the podbean where we are now hosting all of our podcasts from this point forward at ftcommunitycast.podbean.com and you can also reach out to us by email at ftcommunitypodcast at gmail.com Guys, it has been a blast hanging out with you the last couple of hours. Thank you so much for all of your time and uh, we're going to go nice ahead glasses, and sign <laughs> we're going to go ahead and sign up for the night <laughs> with uh, Mikey ending the show on a high note <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. That's gonna from show all of us here. Yeah, That's really. Insane. From all of us here at the Flight Test Community Podcast, have a great night. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. <laughs>